because I didn't want to go out, I didn't want to see anybody, I'd always make excuses and tell people I've got plans because I got that self-conscious and I was almost embarrassed to go out with friends and to be called the, you know, the fat funny one, you know, it's not, I didn't really want to be called or be seen as that stereotype anymore. Losing weight isn't easy and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now, your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hi everyone, it's Carl here and thank you for joining me for another episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. This is the show where I am joined on each episode by a weight loss warrior who is here to share their journey of weight loss so that you can get extra motivation and support as part of your own journey. Now today I'm very lucky to be joined by somebody who has lost an amazing amount of weight in a relatively short time and she's here to share her story with us. Welcome to the show, Lou Claire. How are you today? Hello, I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing really well, thank you. And before we get started with today's episode, Lou Claire, if it's okay, I'd just like to take a moment to talk about something very exciting happening with the Weight Loss Warrior podcast. On December 7th, we are going to be hosting our first ever live virtual event. I have a very special guest, Angie Olsen, joining us, and she is a nutrition and weight loss coach. And she's coming to talk to us about food guilt and how we can overcome that during the holidays. So food guilt can mean different things to different people. But basically, if you're somebody who has emotions attached to eating that are often quite negative, this is something that could really help you. Having spoken to a number of the Weight Loss Warrior tribe, they've mentioned that this time of year can be particularly difficult and have all kinds of different challenges that aren't there the rest of the year. If you celebrate Christmas, you might have works parties, you've got extra food and drink in the house, you're out more, you have people visiting. The opportunity is there to eat more or to eat the types of food that probably in higher quantities wouldn't help you if you're trying to lose weight. So what we're going to do is Angie's going to join us. We're going to have a live presentation and Q&A session in which we're going to first of all understand what causes food guilt and then provide you with some tools, coping mechanisms and support on how to overcome it this holidays. It's completely free, but there are limited places. So if you are somebody who thinks you would benefit from listening in on this session, please visit my profile, click on the link there and sign yourself up straight away. There's also a link in the description of this episode, and I'd really encourage you to join. I've always said that I would like as part of this podcast to provide extra help and support to people, especially regarding mental health and the emotional side of weight loss. And I think this is a really good opening session and could be very helpful to a lot of people. So I hope to see you there. But anyway, we're here to talk about you today and, uh, you know, your amazing achievement, because I believe you've lost over seven stone, which is fantastic. And, you know, I, I really want to hear about your story. And maybe before we get into that, you could just tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Yeah, so my name's Lou Claire. Um, I'm from uh, Market Harbour. Originally, I am from Northampton. Um, I've been living here just over a year now, and um, I've signed up to gym uh, to the gym. Um, I've gone to Slimming World since around March um, this year, and from that period, 
I've worked really hard um, and I've had a lot of support from family and friends around me and they've really encouraged me and, and pushed me to get where I am today. Congratulations. So the, the seven stone weight loss that you, you're celebrating at the moment, is that just since March of this year? Yes, that's since March this year. It sounds absolutely crazy. Um, I know what you may think. Um, but yeah, it's purely through a lot of exercise and sticking to plan. Literally, dedication, being on plan. That is all I can say. That's absolutely fantastic. And, and you know, obviously by being on... We'll get into that a bit more later in the show. But I just wanted to say that exercise... And in being in a calorie deficit is obviously going to give you weight loss. And so if you up the exercise to, to that level, then you're burning more calories. And, you know, that's, that's an incredible achievement. And I'll be interested to talk more about, you Thank know, you. your exercise routine and the, the way you've you've managed eating through that. And um, tell me a bit more before we continue, though, about before March and, and leading up to when you decided you lost weight. Have you struggled with your weight? a lot in the past or has it been a recent thing yeah so it's I'd say it's around about five years the weight just piled on so um, I graduated around 2014 and obviously I was doing acting and dancing so I was constantly on my feet I had a part-time job as well so I was always on the go I was always motivated I was in a really positive place um, and then it wasn't until I began um, actually working full time and I started working in an office and then I started gradually piling the weight on and on and on. Um, I couldn't even look at myself in the mirror. It got to the point where I couldn't actually get myself out of bed and my partner would have to like drag me out of bed. Um, even get trying to get up the stairs was a chore. I was literally out of breath. Um, I couldn't even put my shoes on. Um my fiance he had to be, tie my shoes up for me that was when I knew it was getting really bad um, and that had gone into a, you know at least five years um, of me and you know sitting down all day you know barely moving and then I got myself in such a, a state where I was upset with myself and I was crying a lot um, and what I do is I turn to things like chocolate so I'd have like big bars of dairy milk and I'd be stashing them under the bed and all the wrappers under the bed as well um, and I'd hide them from um, my partner I'd, you know I wouldn't want him to see me you know scoffing all this food and I was having my dinner as well it wasn't only that I was turning to things like bread the carb carbs so anything carb heavy just to make myself feel better because I was in tears a lot just because I got myself in such a state um, I didn't want to go to work I was really really yeah I was in a bad place mentally as well I'm sorry to hear that and especially I mean what you've described there about not wanting to get out of bed um crying a lot not really wanting to do anything I mean that that to me sounds like you were going through depression and you were depressed and and that you know some of those are symptoms and some of those are typical behaviors from someone who is suffering from depression and I would imagine that if you've gone from being very active and then piling on the weight and being unhappy with yourself, um, with your appearance or, or just, you know, your inability to do the normal things you were doing, like running up the stairs and not being out of breath or putting your shoes on, it must have been a very difficult period for you. Um, so did you did you think that it was just because of the weight and, and that would have been the, the thing to bring it back? Or were you concerned, you know, with other things as well? 
I think what it was as well, I had actually moved out. So I moved in with my fiance as well. And obviously our eating habits had changed. So we'd moved into a flat. So we didn't have a garden as well. So I'd always take the lift. So we were living on a um, 10th floor flat at the time. And I didn't want to leave. I just, you know, I just felt like I wanted to just stay cooped up inside. I think because of COVID as well, I began gaining even more weight. So I didn't want to leave the flat at all. Not only that, because obviously, obviously I was happy living with Sam at the time. Uh, that's my fiance. Um, we were eating quite a lot of takeaways. He was really good at cooking as well. So we would have a lot of meals where he would cook dinner, but they were big portions. So that's how it gradually started like happening. It was too much of the good foods, but not always the good foods because it wasn't lean meat. It was, you know, it was full fat meat. So a lot of changes have happened. Of course. And and I think this is something that a lot of people go through, myself included. I, you know, when I met my, my now wife, we moved in together. We were going out, you know, especially when you start seeing each other, yeah. we're going out to restaurants more, we were out drinking more. And, and You're in the we happy honeymoon stage, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And during that period, you, you know, you, you do change habits, but not only that, when you start moving in together as well, yeah. you, your routine changes completely and it becomes very easy to gain weight then and so I, I'm guessing you know that, that was your case as well as many others but it, it sounds like for you it, it took a I don't want to say a darker term but in terms of you know eating chocolate hiding it and um, you know not wanting to be perhaps as honest with yourself or with Sam mm. your fiance about exactly where you were in your headspace yeah no definitely I wasn't I wasn't in the right mindset at all um I just couldn't change. I I don't know what it was really that did change me in the end. I think it was, you know, my health was beginning to, to deteriorate. Um, I was struggling really bad with my asthma as well at the time. So I was getting out of breath and I was keeping myself up in the middle of the night. I couldn't get comfortable and I just kept getting a fast heart palpitations. Thing, things from my body were changing that I didn't even realise it was happening. So what was it for you, Leclerc, that was the, the final straw that made you decide in March, okay, I'm going to start losing weight? Yeah, so I was coming out of Birmingham Airport. Um, and at the time, it was a daytime and it was in the summer. And just got my suitcases and we were just off back home. And this man, what he'd done is he... Um, um, sorry, it actually upsets me even discussing it now. That's okay. He opened his window and he shouted out at me, put your fat legs away, you cow. And I think that that was the final straw for me. That was when I knew I had to change and do something about about the way I looked. Wow, what a horrible thing to have to go through, though. Yeah, that's, it, that's really... it hurt me. It was, it was a lot. And I, I didn't expect it. It was just out of the middle of nowhere. Um, obviously I've just come back from holiday and you know how you are when you're on holiday and you just come back and so you're already a bit like drained um, but you're still quite in holiday the blues mood. kicking in yeah yeah and it was quite quite a shock to the system and it oh, you know of course, it was a wake up call it'd be a shock. I mean maybe I should thank him <laughs> maybe I should thank him now that's how I look at it you know sometimes well, a negative effect can do the complete opposite yeah but I, I, I don't think anyone shouting abuse or you know b 
being nasty like that is is someone you'd want to thank because I mean although it may have given you that trigger to to make a change yeah. I, I don't really see that as like a, a, a kind thing for anyone to do to somebody and I mean especially you just come off holiday and it, it's just somebody you didn't know and just I don't know it's, the person sounds like an idiot to me but I'm I'm glad that for you at least it had a positive outcome mm. and so obviously you, you got back home had to unpack and all of that but you decided, okay, you were going to make some changes. What did you do next? Yeah, so it was ticking through my mind. Um, and it was coming up to my um, 30th birthday. And I'd actually seen a video of myself, um, which got recorded. And I looked at the, the pictures and the videos and I thought, I look terrible. I look like I ballooned up like a, a big pink marshmallow. That is what, what and how I felt. So I thought I've got to do something about it. I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep shying away from people because I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to see anybody. I'd always make excuses and tell people I've got plans because I got that self-conscious and I was almost embarrassed to go out with friends and to be called the, you know, the fat, funny one. You know, it's not, I didn't really want to be called or be seen as that stereotype anymore. No, of course. And and do you think that, I mean... I'm guessing you, you're a funny person, slim or overweight, but did you think you played up to that persona a little bit just to kind of protect yourself while you were overweight? Yeah, I think sometimes I'll just be like, yeah, I like being the funny one. Um, I just didn't like the, the the concept or, you know, the grasp of being the fat funny one. Um, you know, I would go and think about it. I am one of these people who do constantly think about things over and over again until it actually winds people up. So, yeah, being called fat or in a context of any shape or form does, you know, it does knock your confidence. Well, it's normal. And, and it's, it's absolutely normal, but it would knock your confidence. So, so you had it stewing over in your mind about what to do next and that you wanted to make a change. And, and what was your very first step that you took once you decided you were going to lose weight? So once I decided I was going to lose weight, um, I think, you know, looking back on everything, I, I thought I've got to change. I've got to do this. It wasn't only that. I'd heard things from my uh, mum because my mum was successful on Slimming World. She didn't quite reach her target, though. Um, and also she used to go along with my nan. Um, unfortunately my nan did pass away just as she was getting close to her target but because they did so well together it did make me think you know I want to give Slimming World a go maybe it's for me because they've done so well together it was only the reason why my mum had to stop because obviously my nan passed away so I thought they really enjoyed it I'd heard good things so I thought let's give it a go let's give it <laughs> give it a good shot and I thought there's no chance because I tried so many times in the past to just I felt like I'd give up you know after a day I'd give up but I don't know it was something about listening the motivation people telling me that there's no rush even though I lost the weight so quickly being told that in my mind that there's no pressure I think that was the key for me that really made me realize that yeah I can do this because there's no rush there's no time limit. There's no, you know, there's no race. And, and that's something that by taking that pressure off yourself, it sounds as though it kind of opened that door to being able to lose the weight. And like you said, although you lost it extremely fast, maybe that was part of it by not putting yourself under pressure. It actually had a very positive effect on you. 
Yeah, completely. I got, because you do hear things about people saying that they feel like there's too much pressure. Um, it encourages them to eat more or or just give up. It can happen. Yeah. And not only that, I think if you have like one or two bad days or even a bad week, that, that can also lend itself to people giving up or, you know, having a bad day and then the rest of the week being awful because of the fact that that one day kind of triggers it. And mm -hmm. I mean, the, the pressure that we put on ourselves to lose weight is immense. And, and it's something, you know, we, we're constantly, especially if you're a bit of an overthinker and, and you, you know, constantly yeah. analyzing yourself, uh, analyzing yourself, you can become obsessive about it very easily. Mm -hmm. And that in itself probably goes against your objective of losing weight, because even if you are losing weight, you, you're so self-critical that you're probably not happy with the results. And, and so it's a vicious circle, but you did it. And, and that's why, you know, I'm, I'm very happy to have you on the show today and to talk about this. So during, from March, when you joined, did you go to an online group? Did you go into a group? What did you do? Yeah. So I joined one that was really close to me. So I seen it advertised and I thought, oh, do I give it a go? Am I going to get on all right with people? Do I want to go there and chat? Because I feel really, you know, I didn't feel comfortable or confident to even talk to people at that point. Um, but when I went there, everybody was really welcoming. It was it was a busy group because I have been to the others and they're quite quiet compared to this one. And everybody was just so happy and they encouraged you to come back. It, they didn't tell me that there was any pressure which again is the thing for me but I was just amazed just by how everybody was so welcoming because I'd never been to anything like that before and I thought okay maybe this is good for me to be able to socialize as well um because I don't know many people around here either and I think you know that's what made me want to continue going it was the the social aspect as well getting to know everybody getting to know everybody's journey encouraged you that's really great and and that's nice as well because you you can feel settled knowing that everyone has the same objective and, you know, it, for the good and for the bad, that people will hear you and, and listen to you without judging you because they're going through the same thing themselves. So it, it does create a safe space. And I, I, I don't necessarily believe it has to be within a slimming group, but having that network of support, I think, is vital. So whether it comes from being at home with your family, whether it comes from friends that you have, it could be a football team. It could be anything that you, you're part of socially. But having that support and people you can trust and knowing that you can reach out to and talk to, I think, is one of the key elements of, of it being a successful objective and, and actually reaching your target. So I'm, I'm really happy for you that you found that. And was it was it the process difficult for you? Was it easy once you did start losing weight? Yeah, so once I started, I was quite shocked because... It I seem to have lost, I think it was seven, seven and a half pound. That was just in one week. And that was just by sticking to plan. But I did do the exercise as well. So I began by doing um, walking. So I just wanted to do something small at first. Um, I had joined the gym prior to that. But again, at the gym, I didn't really know as much what I was doing. It wasn't until, um, you know, weeks into it that I started going to classes and then more of the weight was coming off. So it was small steps at first, but then I gradually, as I was getting into it, I was doing more exercise. I think that's how I kept the flow going. That's really good. And you said, so you were doing classes and was it also, were you doing weights as well and, and or just cardio yeah. and classes? It was a mix. So it was a mix. So there was hit classes, um, there's a pump it class, um, there's boot camp. 
and all these involved weight um, or no weight. And it was that as well, the social aspect of that, um, the support that I got from those people as well. Is, it was amazing because I've had them from the start and until now and having that boost of confidence is what keeps me maintaining. So it sounds as though you kind of really got into a groove of, of creating a, a new lifestyle yes. and healthier habits for yourself. Yeah, yeah, I did, yeah. And and how, how did you feel during that process of going through the change? Because it sounds, like I said, I, I did touch on the fact saying that, you know, what you described was quite a, a, a sad place for you leading up to this in, in fact you know the thing a lot of change you'd gained weight you weren't necessarily coping with it very well and then that would be completely normal you know I'm, I'm not yeah. judging you for that at all but it sounds as though that you found something for you that had a really positive effect on on your attitude and, and how you felt internally as well yeah it, it did because I remember going to the gym first time and I was so embarrassed about what I was wearing, how I looked in the mirror, and I thought people could be looking at me. I, I felt so paranoid. But the thing is, everybody's at the gym or doing a class for the same reason. It might not necessarily be to lose weight. It might be to tone up or to gain muscle, you know, different, a variety of different things. But walking through the door and everybody being friendly, um, I didn't have a clue what I was doing in these classes. I had no idea at first, you know, but they'd, they'd tell you, you know, you're doing it wrong or you're doing it right. And that's how you learn as well. And I suppose having that interaction with everybody, you learn more as well about how to lose weight. And you can understand a bit about their journey, why they're there for and what they've done. So it's not only just about slimming world, it's about, you know the classes and learning from them as well for sure and, and I think this is something that isn't even connected to this podcast but just something that I'd read a long time ago that said you know if you want to go in a certain direction surround yourself by the people yes that that can take you there and if you know you have people bringing you down or holding you back from something that's important to you they're not somebody who you need in that circle of friends. No. Um, I think it was you, you and this was uh, John Lee Dumas, a, a podcast and entrepreneur, but I, I really respect said that you're, the, you're, you are the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I think that's really powerful because if you surround yourself by mm -hmm. people who are focused on health, um, eating well, doing sport, it just by default becomes part of your natural daily routine and, and who you become, which is very positive. So it having that, and you said as well that you didn't really know many people. So making new friends, finding people who had positive object, um, finding people who had positive objectives similar to yourself. It sounds as though you, you found your place yeah. and, and where you needed to be at that time. Yeah. You, you almost share like the same interests as well. Um, and spending time with those people outside the classes, so being invited to go to Christmas do's and things like that, it's a, it's a confidence boost in itself um, to feel like you've actually achieved something. You've made new friends from it as well. It's really positive, definitely. No, it's, it sounds great. And I, I can hear just in your voice, you know, how happy you are about that. And so I, I would say that, you know, you, you, you tell me, but 
your life has changed for the better since March. And it's, it is only a few months, you know, we're only talking about eight months here. It's not a huge amount of time, but it sounds as though you're a much happier version of yourself now. And, you know, things have really improved for you. Is that correct? Yeah, definitely. I've learned a lot about um, well-being, a lot about my health, a lot about exercise, a lot about, you know, diet, lifestyle changes. I'm quite lucky because when I go to um, classes that I do, um, I've got a really supportive PT and I think she's absolutely brilliant. So she'll ask how I am and, you know, she's really personal to everybody and I think that wellness of that particular, you know, PT, that's brilliant as well. It's little things that I've, oh, I've surrounded myself with the right people. And yeah, I have done it at the right time. Good for you. Congratulations. I'm very Thank happy you. for you, Luke Claire. And it's, it's, it's this kind of achievement that I really like to, to share with the people who listen to the podcast because I think it does provide that motivation and that support. And it is something that a lot of people probably yourself included, myself included, when I first started losing weight, I didn't have that motivation or, or that positive attitude that I perhaps had a month or two later when the weight had started coming off. You know, I, I was, okay, I need to lose weight, but I still wouldn't say I was very happy with it or, or myself at that first stage. And it's something that becomes quite addictive, I think, mm -hmm. but, you know, as, as you see the progress, you feel the progress and you start noticing the changes, you want more of it. And then little by little, that's what brings you round to, to a different kind of mindset, which is, is really great. So one question I have for you, now that you've lost the weight that you want to lose and, and you know, you are happy with where you are, how do you plan to maintain that? What, what, how do you see the next six months? Yeah. So what I'm going to do, I'm still going to attend Slimming World. So I'm still going to go every, um, every week, still going to go for the social aspect However, I do believe that you don't really need to weigh yourself every single week. So whether I decide to turn up and not get weighed, I don't know if that's something that I might think about because um, it's not always about the number on the scale, is it? And then, Absolutely not. And then you've got the obviously the classes. I'm going to still continue to do those. I might start to, you know, take a few back. So drop one or two here or there just so I'm not losing a any more weight because you know I am happy where I am and I will be looking into doing calorie counting most definitely alongside of doing slimming world just because obviously I want it to be a permanent lifestyle change calorie counting for me is is, is well is the way that I've spent my last nine months ten months since you know the beginning of the year mm. losing weight and it's something that it takes a while it took me a while anyway to get into but now I I'm very very happy with it and for me it's like a, it becomes a normal day-to-day -day thing and I think for somebody who's done Slimming World having that additional knowledge about how the meals that you've been eating the the macronutrients there you know how they're actually formed to help you then continue without having to rely on a slimming club is a very wise step because then obviously it's more in your hands it's in your control and you don't necessarily have to refer to recipes from Slimming World or the healthy eating recipes per se. But you can really experiment more, go to the foods you like more of. And, and if you are doing calorie counting, you have full control over your portions and you know exactly what you need to eat on a weekly basis and on a month to month basis to maintain your weight. So I think that's mm. a great idea. And um, it's, it's enjoyable as well, learning about what you're putting into your body and 
you know, the various macronutrients. Uh, I think, you know, fair play to you for, for wanting to take it that one step further instead of just kind of staying where you are. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've got to do it for myself because I want to be happy in the future like I am now. I don't want to ever go back to that person I was before. <laughs> well, I, I wish you all the very best in that. Thank you. What advice would you give to someone who wants to lose weight or is thinking about it, but perhaps, you know, isn't hasn't started yet maybe feels a bit overwhelmed by the idea of it yeah never give up if you have a bad day there's always another day I, I'll be honest with you in the background while we've been talking I wanted to I, I took the calculator out because knowing that you've lost you know seven stones since March that is good but when you average it out that's about three pounds a week I believe yeah and and you know and quite honestly and this isn't me judging anyone at all. I don't think three pounds a week is actually such a radical amount because if you get yourself into a calorie deficit, you're doing the exercise on a daily basis, you know, weekly basis, you're getting your sessions in. I don't really think it's too extreme. Um, I think that you have to be dedicated and consistent mm -hmm. to be able to do that every single week, week in, week out. Yeah, definitely. That's what I had to but do. I actually thought it was going to be much more. When when you first said it to me, Luke Claire, you're like seven stone in, in that moment. I was like, crikey, that's that's really a lot. But then it's not to take it away from you. Obviously, you, you've done amazing. But Thank I do you. think that three pounds a week isn't actually anything too radical or, or unsustainable. So so congratulations Thank again, you. because you, you've obviously put your mind to it and you, you've done exactly that. Yeah, that is one one piece of advice I would give out. If, you, if you're going to do it, do it do it properly and that's what I've done I said to myself every morning you get up you go you get up you go there's no giving up and I just literally stayed consistent and I feel like that's what got me through the whole of this journey that's great really and and it's been an absolute pleasure having you on the show thank you so much for the for accepting the invitation and, and for joining me here um the only thing to say really is you know welcome you as a weight loss warrior as part of a club and and to say Woo! thank you once more <laughs> thank you so much thanks for allowing me to be part of your podcast ah you're very welcome and it's been a lot of fun so thanks again and um one other thing i wanted to say i've actually got two things i, I want to say before we, okay. we end the episode first of all your instagram's fantastic you share a lot of advice on there you know your journey various things exercise lifestyle food is this something you're happy to share on here of course, yeah. Thank you. So cause I, the reason I ask and I ask all the guests is because I, I really think that within the Weight Loss Warrior community, the people who come on the show, their accounts are very helpful and, and provide a lot of support and motivation to, to hundreds and thousands of people. So I, I really want as many of the warriors to be a part of that support network as possible. Um, so what what is your Instagram account, Lou Claire? Yeah, so it's Lou Claire Slimming. So that's Claire with an I. Okay. All one word? All one word. Lou Claire Slimming. Perfect. And the link will be in the episode for people to click on and come and follow you. Fantastic. Thanks, Thank yeah. you. And then the second thing, one other congratulations uh, that I need to give to you because I understand you've just received an award for your weight loss this year. Tell us about that. Um, yeah, I uh, won Miss Slinky 2022 in my group, which was really good. Um, 
And I've also won the Woman of the Year for my group as well. Congratulations. That, I think that's a well-deserved award or two well-deserved awards you. for your effort this year and, and for the results that you've got. So it, only positivity. Yeah, and come as a well shock because there's a lot of, you know, fantastic people in my group. And, you know, I'm really, really, I'm really happy. And I just appreciate everybody in my group. And I'm sure they appreciate you too, Lou Claire. Thank you. Take care of yourself and thanks again for joining you us. You too. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I'd also like to say a big thank you to you, our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new Weight Loss Warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram, where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.